We don't have a headquarters. We have a store support center. We're there to support our store, store support team members. And we continue to listen to feedback. How do we make things better for our stores? And this has been a game changer. You know, we've received a lot of positive feedback from store team members regarding the solution. And it makes it easier for them to kind of help support our customers and the local communities that we operate. You're listening to Retail Remix, your inside access to candid conversations with the people shaping retail's future. Here's your host, Alicia Esposito. There has been a significant change in how we think and talk about in-store technology. Previously, we would get lost in the hype. We would be super eager and excited to test technologies like touchscreens, interactive mirrors, and other technologies that are designed to drive customer engagement. But now as retailers navigate a super tight labor market and are challenging associates to do even more with their already busy days, we're seeing more and more retailers think about in-store technology that empowers their people, but still supports the customer. Tractor Supply is a really great example of a retailer that is thinking strategically and intentionally about the technology they use in stores. I had the chance to sit down with executives from Tractor Supply and Honeywell to dig into what all of this really means. What are the applications? What are the lessons from the implementation? And what's on the horizon for them? Listen in because I think it paints a very, very helpful and timely picture of how we'll be looking at the future of the store moving forward. Glenn, Tony, thanks so much for being on the show with me today. It's great to have you. It's great to be here. Alicia, thanks for having us. We're back. We're at the NRF Big Show this I know. week. Back indeed. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> Good to see you, Tony. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks. So we have a bit more of a dynamic conversation, two executives on the line with us today in person, um, I should say. So let's do some quick introductions. Why don't you share a little bit about your respective roles at Tractor Supply and Honeywell? Let's start with you, Glenn. So hi, everybody. So this is Glenn Allison, Vice President of Customer Facing Applications at Tractor Supply. So I've got responsibility for the consumer mobile app, e-commerce, retail technology in our over 2,100 stores, and enterprise data and analytics. And my name is Tony Boncori. Hello, everybody. I am the global retail marketing principal for Honeywell's uh, productivity solutions and services. My primary function is, is I focus a lot on our marketing strategy, research, uh, and sales strategy for the organization. Excellent. So like we mentioned, we're at the NRF Big Show. And, and what I enjoy most about this event is that it really sets the foundation, I think, for the rest of the year. Like we talk a lot about macro factors, shifting customer sentiments, behaviors from the holiday season, and really how that's going to trickle out, so to speak, through the rest of the year. So I'd love to hear from both of you, like what dynamics are you seeing at play? What issues are driving your business and, and your individual priorities, right? So what, what's really top of mind for you right now? So I think it really what it comes down to is the consumer, it's the shopper. And I think this started pre-pandemic where you saw a behavior started to shift in terms of this digital enablement in, in, in retail. So this convergence of brick and mortar and e-commerce. 
I believe the pandemic has elevated this to some degree and shoppers have become more demanding. Retailers are faced with some workforce challenges. So how do you enable that experience to ensure that you're able to meet the shopper anywhere in, the, in their journey? So the digital enablement, having the right technology and tools in place to ensure that the team members can service the shopper in their retail environment. So Tractor Supply, we're the largest rural lifestyle retailer in the United States. We operate in rural communities. Customers depend on Tractor Supply to take care of their land, their animals. So we're focused on creating an integrated experience for customers, you know, whether that's they're shopping through the consumer mobile app or e-commerce with the web or our over 2,100 retail stores and integrating consumer technology to store team member technology. It's all focused on giving them a legendary experience in their interactions. So we're leaning in, we're investing, we're continuing to open new stores and expanding into additional markets throughout the US. And you know, we spend a lot of time in our stores. We, we don't have a headquarters. We have a store support center our team is focused on listening to store team members for feedback, listening to our customers, and just continue to improve the customer experience. And I'm glad you brought up expansion because I feel like we're at this really interesting point in the industry where on one side we're talking about efficiency, you know, some companies assessing budgets more closely, some even cutting budgets or pausing expansion plans. But then on the other side, there's a need to innovate and constantly improve and always be present for the customer. And, and you talked about like how there's a reliability, there's a relationship there with your customers. So, I mean, how do you see, I guess, Tony, this is more of a question for you. Like, how are you seeing retailers more broadly balance these two worlds? Like the need for profitability, for growth, but like still that, like, oh, we need to test, we need to innovate, we need to stand out. Like, how are you seeing them juggle that, if they are? Yeah, I, I do think they are. It really, I think it depends, one, on the retailer. Retail is such a broad spectrum. Yeah. So what you're seeing is, where are we putting our money? Where are we going to allocate? So this digital enablement is important. So some retailers, you know, to Glenn's point, are expanding their brick and mortar presence. Some retailers are investing in technology, just depending on where they see the biggest bang for their buck the biggest ROI. So it just really, it really varies. I don't think innovation and the investment in future solutions should go away. As you know, technology is constantly changing. That's gonna impact with how the consumer or the shopper demands what they want and how they want it. So companies have to stay astute to what the shopper wants and desires and go down this path of ensuring that they're able to deliver this experience anywhere in their shopping journey. Great, and Glenn, I guess a follow-up question for you that connects to that. Do you have anything to share about like your consumer, and we're talking a lot about the convergence of digital and physical. I mean, you have a very specific target audience. Throwing you a bit of a curveball here. Is there <laughs> anything that you want to share like as far as how you're thinking and investing in technology, where your priorities are? Because I know like at the show, for instance, there's a lot of focus on like workforce empowerment and making technology part of the experience, but not so much that it's like, it's uh, encroaching on the customer. It's more of like the silent enabler, I guess you could say. So I'll give you a couple examples. You know, so we, over the last year, we've done accelerated rollouts with new digital capabilities, all focused around the customer. So an example that is with the consumer mobile app, we've introduced features like On My Way. So as the customer is arriving to the store, they can signal in-app 
that they have arrived. We've got geolocation data that can provide notification that as the customer's arriving, we've created integration with voice AI communicators that all store team members wear. And we can immediately notify a store team member the customers arrived, their order information, and we can have that the store team member bring the curbside order out and just remove friction for the customer and make it easy for them to pick up their curbside orders. We've continued to build new capabilities into the app, like ask for assistance, where in-app, if a customer needs an assistance on the side lot or anywhere within the store, they can signal in the app for assistance We've got the API integration with the Atro where a store team member can acknowledge the alert and come assist the customer much faster. We've expanded that to also propane refills on the side lot. Previously, like measured service level for a propane refill was over seven minutes, in some cases longer. And by integrating with the consumer mobile app, propane refill assistance, we can take that down to a few seconds. So what the customer's seeing is faster speed of service, but from a retailer standpoint, there's also efficiency. We're taking footsteps back and forth between the side lot or you know, within the store and servicing customers, so we're driving more efficiency with some of these mobile tools. We did an accelerated in less than 12 months from pilot to full chain rollout to store team members. We've introduced new mobility tools with Honeywell. And then that also includes productivity apps, like yeah. such as online order pickup, where you, the store team member can easily close out, you know, pick curbside pickup orders or close out online orders as they're providing the products to the customer. We've introduced contactless payment and integration with Verifone. So anywhere within the store or outside of the store on the side lot, we can take care of that customer. So in eliminating the need, you know, to go back into the store after a propane refill, we can just take care of the customer right there. So we really look at it, at it as listening to the customer, identifying where is their pain points, friction yep. in the experience and how do we remove those and make it better for our customer. And you know, with that, we're also increasing kind of productivity with store team members as well, giving them useful tools like these. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's dig a little bit deeper into, you know, the partnership between Tractor Supply and, and Honeywell. Again, just given the emphasis on the workforce right now, giving them the tools and the capabilities they need to be as efficient and productive as possible. Because as we all know, associates have to do more than ever, I think, you know, whether it's serving customers, checking them out, you know, bringing the orders out, picking the orders, you know, replenishing the orders, the list goes on and on and on and on. So Glenn, I guess we'll, we'll start with you and then Tony, if you have anything to add more broadly for the industry. Glenn, I would love to kind of get insight into your goals, the kind of like the frame of mind for the broader business, what, what you were hoping to address in the early stages when you were kind of seeking out solutions, trying to find the right partner for this initiative. Well, you know, we started in our stores, listening to store team members, customers getting feedback. You know, some of the things that we heard was you needed to have durable mobile devices that can operate in an environment where, you know, if a device gets dropped, you know, that it's not gonna break, that it's gonna continue to operate. So dependability, long battery life, you know, being able to work throughout the day, scanning capabilities, so being able to do long range scanning and inventory functions 
you know, in our stores, we've got product on the side lot as well as in the store. And some of the locations can be hard to reach for team members. So we wanted to make it easier for them to be able to do inventory functions. So those are just a few examples. But so we started with listening to feedback and make sure as we were looking at solutions in the marketplace, being able to get a solution for them that really hit the mark. Honeywell's been great throughout the process. We started with pilots and worked with partners such as Verifone, ACI Worldwide, Mad Mobile, also ENS and development of a custom sled solution, you know, for the MPOS functionality and pulling the partners together. Right. And as a team, all focused on store team members and how do we make it better for them. And if we take care of our store team members, they're going to take care of our customers, right. the local communities that we operate, we serve. Yeah, that's great. So very specific use case and I think rollout story for Tractor Supply. So Tony, I would love your thoughts on how Tractor Supply's scenario or use case connects to what you're seeing in the broader industry. Like, are you seeing this emphasis on workforce enablement and empowerment and I guess really where do the priorities lie right now, especially given that there are so many other dynamics at play right now? Yeah, so it's not a one size fits all or a blanket approach. Every retailer right. has different needs and expectations. But for the majority, you are seeing this move to equip and enable associates with mobility so they can meet the customer anywhere in their, in their shopping journey. Uh, it's becoming more and more of a need because, as you mentioned, the challenges within workforce. So again, customers are coming in with expectations. They have a desire or a need, and they got the retailer has to be able to meet that. And I call it just in time. So when you have a device in your hand, it's just in time reaction to what the customer's requesting. Customers also do homework. They know what they want before they get there. So if you know you don't do what Glenn's talking about and breaking down each of your respective workflows to understand where that could be, you could be missing what the customer desires. So the associates have to be smart or the team members have to be smart to ensure that they're educated to respond to whatever the customer's desiring. I think that is, a, from a retail vertical or retail industry perspective, that's fairly consistent. So it's very important. From a Honeywell standpoint, we listen in. So it's kind of a chain reaction. Glenn mentioned he was listening to his customers. Here's what we need, here's what we want, this is what we desire. We listen to what Tractor Supply says. What is it that you're going after? How can we help assist you with this? You know, where is it that we can bridge and make sure that this experience for your customer is exceptional? Like I said in the beginning, it's all about the shopper. Right. So if you equip the team members with the right tools to effectively provide service, like he's mentioned, you're gonna have improvements in your overall performance, improvements in your revenue, and obviously improvements in your overall customer satisfaction. Oh, that's great. So is it safe to say that as you were building this relationship and in the early stage of the process that it was very much collaborative, like you were kind of sharing, Glenn, where you wanted to go, what the challenges and pain points were, the friction points for the customer, and then there was kind of like a matchmaking scenario of like, okay, this is the problem, so here's what you need to do? Absolutely. I mean, there was a point where our store support center is in Brentwood, Tennessee. We had our partners come together. We met together. We did some whiteboarding discussions. We had senior level leadership alignment from all the partners on our goals with the project, our accelerated timeline, and how do we work together as a team to do the full chain rollout with the accelerated timeline. And it's probably one of the most fun projects I've worked on yeah. because, you know, as we got into the pilots 
and we heard the feedback from store team members, it was just really exciting to get the feedback and how we were making it better for them so they could better serve our customers. You know, there was multiple LinkedIn threads and as, oh, as store team members were receiving the devices, you know, pictures on LinkedIn with, with store team members. And it just, there was a lot of excitement. I think that helped the partners just continue that energy. During this period, we've had supply chain challenges and, you know, access to chip challenges yep. and being able to support this accelerated timeline in a period when where there's these constraints in supply chain. And I would say that's an area where Honeywell and our partners stepped up too in securing the inventory that we need and being a great partner with us to make the rollout happen. That's great. Tony, anything you want to add as far as like Honeywell's process and how you guys go about tackling these projects? Yeah, of course. So I'm kind of going to go back to what I said a second ago, but you know, Glenn's really highlighted a lot of these particular workflows that they're not always challenges, but there's areas that you can improve to ensure that you're able to meet the customer anywhere in their shopping journey. So Honeywell is very constructive. We take our relationship with our customers very seriously. We listen very carefully to what they need. And if we don't know something, we'll work with them to figure it out. We like to co-innovate. We want to make sure that we're able to work with them to figure out how we can come up with the best solution. It's important to have this type of template in place because as I mentioned earlier, it's not a one size fits all. And because of that, you've got to be able to react accordingly. So with Tractor Supply in particular, we recognized and knew what they were going after over the course of time. And we were able to adapt and work closely together. And there's things that, and he'll tell you this as well too, when there's hiccups, it's not like, oh, everybody's screwed up. It's right. let's figure this out. And you got to have that mindset because you are dealing with technology and there's vulnerabilities and you have, you know, internal applications that they have and they got to, you know, they got to be able to work on our technology and so on and so forth. So it's very important to listen and it's very important to have a plan in place where you're checking every step of the way. Glenn mentioned, you know, some of the supply chain restraints. You know, one of the things I'm most proud of of Honeywell is we're able to reallocate some of our supply chain to ensure we're able to meet the customer's needs as well, too. Uh, so we're able to make the deliveries to our, our timeline. So Tractor Supply has, has been a phenomenal partner for us to work with as well, too. We've learned a tremendous amount, uh, and we're very grateful to have it. I do want to tell one story. I told this story yeah. to Glenn earlier. So uh, the last year's NRF, I was with the company for about a month. I was with Honeywell for about a month, and I oh, went wow. and made some purchases because Tractor Supply, they, we co-branded the booth, so they're in our booth. We have all their product in our booth, which is pretty amazing. So when I was purchasing product last year, this was two days after they rolled out the Honeywell devices, and well, the store manager says, what, what are you doing? Why are you buying so much stuff? And I said, I work for Honeywell. Right. We want to use your product on Booth. We worked, and I mentioned Glenn's name. We worked with Glenn, so on and so forth. And the guy dropped his stuff. He had, he had a packet of paper. He dropped his stuff on the ground. Gave This is the first time I've ever been hugged by a store manager. Aww, <laughs> he dropped his stuff and said, it. I can't thank you guys enough. So that's telling as to what yeah. and how you can impact a team's life in the retail segment. So it's very important and very telling for me. It, it meant a lot to me. Yeah. That's actually a really nice transition because I was going to ask you both about maintaining the consistency and the quality of the technology experience. So it seems like positive feedback on social media, getting hugs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's so good that people want to use it. They're passionate about it. There are no issues with like using the technology consistently because I know that there's always this concern or red flag around like, quality assurance. Like, if I'm going to roll out this technology, I want people to use it. I want people to use it right. Like, I want to optimize that investment. I want to get the most value out of it. So, non-issue? Or, like, is there a way that you're measuring success and figuring out, like, okay, what changes need to be made? I mean, so there's a number of metrics, kind of KPIs that we have in place. 
So measured customer service levels in stores have improved through use of the mobility devices and some of the capabilities like I talked about with On My Way, the integration with the consumer mobile app, with propane refills, and ask for assistance. Additional capabilities, we're gonna keep, you know, we're not stopping. We're gonna continue gonna to, to listen, feedback. We're gonna continue to get feedback from our customers and look at how we continue to build on this platform for the future. So we've seen over 70% revenue increase through use of mobility. So we're seeing a very high adoption rate with use of mobility during seasonal periods like day after Thanksgiving or during holidays, right before Christmas. Our transaction volumes are much higher in the stores We've got reg- multiple registers and lines queuing. You know, we can use the mobile devices to break down lines, make it faster to serve customers really anywhere in the store. You know, there's future capabilities that we're building, like real-time inventory using technologies like RFID, the Honeywell supports additional accessories where you can just do reading of inventory in real time throughout the store. That's just an example. I mean, we're going to continue to build mobile apps that drive additional productivity, that make it easier for our team members to serve customers. And we'll continue to make those investments with mobility. Like as an example, the Honeywell has a docking capability. So, you know, we can do like a touch screen, point of sale with the Honeywell dock. So you've got the benefits of mobility, but then also like an example might be with tractorsupply.com and our stockyard, you know, being able to make endless aisle with over 250,000 products online, making that accessible in the store as well. So there's a lot of flexibility in the solution where you get the benefits of mobility, but then also when you need kind of a fixed point of sale, the ability to dock, to be able to do guided selling with the customer flexibility. We're also with PetSense, We've introduced new grooming capabilities where for pet grooming, we use the mobile devices to check in a customer, their pet, perform grooming services, and then we can take payment right there in the grooming shop and provide the, you know, close out the customer order right there with the flexibility of both mobile solution as well as kind of fixed point of sale and the docking capability. So, you know, we've recently rolled out new training capabilities with the Honeywell tablets and mobility for training and development in the store. And so we're just going to continue to listen to the feedback, see, you know, how do we further, you know, invest in the platform and make additional capabilities available over time. That's amazing. And it's interesting that you're kind of taking this foundation and building upon it over time and using that customer feedback to see what new capabilities do we need to add and finding the right ways to mix and match all of these different partners and different capabilities into one centralized environment. And, and, and Tony, I think this is another scenario where like one size doesn't fit all when it comes to measuring or iterating upon the outcomes. Is that right? I mean, like, how is Honeywell thinking about helping retailers optimize these investments and iterating and improving over time? Yeah, so if you listen to what Glenn says, and I'll use this as an example, and this formula can apply to any retailers, each one of those examples he gives is a, is a touch point or where there could be friction. And you heard right. him mention the reducing friction. Yep. So what we do at Honeywell is we listen very carefully to what that customer is saying. Like our customer, the retailer's customer is saying this. Is there a way to solve that through technology? Is there a way to solve that through you know, software solutions? How can we work with you to help that friction reduction go away? How can we help you automate that experience so when the customer leaves, they're satisfied? 
And that's not a one-size-fits-all. The approach may be similar from retailer to retailer, but what that friction that they're looking at may be different. And this is what's really cool. And we talked about you know, this continuous innovation earlier on. Continuous innovation is something that we have keep in mind because it's, it's changing. You know, little things can influence what, what shoppers require. Little things can influence what Tractor Supply has to do for their team members. So how does, how does Honeywell react to that? We've got to pay attention. And it's not just, you know, with Tractor Supply, it's all of our customers. And then you start to see things kind of bubble up that are very similar. You know, this is a, an industry level concern. This may be more of a, a sub-vertical issue where, you know, we can address that a little differently. But we have got to be smart as an organization to ensure we fully understand what the retailers are up against. And it's not always the same, but for the most part, you do see these current trends trickle up. I yeah. will say, like I mentioned to you, it really is about the shopper. It really comes down right. to how and what they desire and what they demand. And everything you hear him talking about is to ensure that they're satisfied. And I think what they do too, and I, I said this earlier, is when you focus on your team, they're the ones that are gonna provide the service. They're right. the ones that are gonna make sure that, hey, this customer is satisfied. And when, you have the, when they have the right tools to do it, it's, it's so simple for them. And they feel happy, you know? Right, exactly. It's a trickle-down effect, it's right? exactly right. Or pay it forward. And I did want to ask, like, has this completely changed the game as far as how your associates think of Tractor Supply as a brand or feel about the brand? Because they're the representation of your business, right? Like, they're on the front lines. They're having the conversations with consumers. Like, is that passion shining through? Is it even becoming a value crop, I guess, for the brand? Like, in talent onboarding or, you know, becoming like the best place to work, quote unquote, because you are making those investments. Has it like completely changed the conversation? So we have over 50,000 tractor supply team members. We have a strong culture. It's focused on mission and values. One of our values is change, embracing change. You know, how do we continue to improve and do things better for our customers? Overall, you know, the project's been very well received by store team members. I've seen examples too, just in the local communities. So I was in Port Charlotte, Florida after the hurricane and that store and that local community had been impacted by the hurricane. There was a lot of flooding in the area. There was loss of power. We had actually worked with T-Mobile and helped establish 5G kind of in the community. The Port Charlotte store was actively kind of responding to the community with supply of generators, fuel cans, wet vacs, you know, other supplies to support kind of recovery in the local community. We had made pallets of water available for free for people to pick up. And our store team members work very hard in support of customers. They're part of the local communities. We partner with organizations like 4-H and FFA you know, with the mobility tools, we were able to help support kind of recovery efforts in the community. I mean, the store had lines out to the street where customers needed access to product. And so, you know, in that situation, like the, the registers, there was a lot of damage to the store, but we were able to use the mobility devices to help support kind of with the recovery effort. So it's just, you know, I think I had mentioned earlier, we don't have a headquarters. We have a right. store support center. We're there to support our store store support team members, and we continue to listen to feedback. How do we make things better for our stores? And this has been a game changer. You know, we've received a lot of positive feedback from store team members regarding the solution, and it makes it easier for them to kind of help support 
our customers and the local communities that we operate. Yeah, that's amazing. And I really appreciate that tied to values because we're hearing a lot about that. Like, you can't just say you're about it. You actually have to do the work and, yeah. you know, have it show up in the business. So as far as next steps, clear that there's more innovation and more updates and additions to come, which is great. But any lessons learned throughout this process, Glenn? I mean, I'm sure with like any tech implementation or rollout, there are learnings, but anything that would translate into advice or guidance for your peers? So I think partners are really key to supporting a successful implementation, having the partners together. You know, I think some of the workshops we did to create the solution were really important. We spent a lot of time in the stores. We visited stores, we listened directly for feedback. We had our partners with us in those conversations. You know, at times we had hard conversations too. Yeah. And there was a lot of interdependencies with a solution like this. We're working with payment, so we needed integration with Mad Mobile and ACI Worldwide and Verifone, and there's a technical complexity, but you know, Having us all work together was key to the success, and I think us just being in stores was, was a really critical part. We did some pilots, I think, just early on getting feedback and then incorporating that feedback from the pilots, and then ultimately doing the full chain kind of rollout from there. Awesome, and then Tony, I'm sure you and Honeywell have been around the block with different partnerships and different rollout scenarios. So any lessons or, or takeaways that you can synthesize and share with our listeners? Yeah, I think what Glenn just said is a perfect template for what it's like to work with a strong customer like Tractor Supply. And that applies. We know there's going to be hiccups along the way. You can't get upset when someone says, hey, there's this challenge. You got to figure it out. And I think that's, if you talk about lessons learned, you know, you have to have an open mind. It's not a personal attack. It's not anything wrong. We know we can improve. So I think Glenn hit it on the spot. And I think it's a perfect example of how we can work not just with tractor supply, but with other customers as well, too. It's how we do business. And that's it's a very important model for, for Honeywell is, you know, ensure that we understand what they're going after and ensure we work with them, not dictate what they're supposed to be doing, but listen, 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 and then react accordingly and be able to provide. I say perfect, and within perfect, there's challenges. Does right. that make sense? So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's like any relationship. You know, you're not always going to see eye to eye. When you don't, you, you speak, and it, it works great. So, Track Supply has been fantastic. It's a really good example of, you know, how Honeywell operates with our customers. Yeah. And I guess, in a way, take the ego out of it, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. if something doesn't work, and, like, your customers are telling you there's a gap, and your employees are saying so... They'll be like, well, you're, you're just not doing it right. <laughs> like, yeah. you have to, like, take their word for it and, and you, learn. You have passion. Like, if you're yeah. passionate about solving something, that's actually kind of fun. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always have to be so tense. And it's, uh, we enjoy that. You know, we enjoy solving and working with customers. And it is fun. And it's not, like you said, there's no ego there. It's, yeah. hey, look, we can we did this together. And it, it really does. It takes good partners. You know, We they, did have some fun. There was a point where... While we were doing the rollout, I dressed up as Santa. I would go to stores <laughs> oh, and yeah, just yeah. surprise visit. And we were delivering mobile devices to stores. We also had Honeywell, our annual sales meeting. And, oh, smart. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Just the opportunity for Honeywell and our partners, you know, like Mad Mobile and Verifone and ENS to just, you know, meet directly with our store managers and district managers and get feedback. We had some fun. There was one point with our sales meeting last year, we shut down a street in Nashville, had a stage. Nice. We had uh, CMA artists playing some music. You know, so we had some fun too yeah, throughout Yeah, turn this. it into a moment. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Glenn, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time out. I mean, it's always interesting to hear how 
tech vendors and solution providers go to the table with the retailers, map out a problem, or in this case, whiteboard a problem. So it was really nice to get a nice glimpse into the process. So thank you for your transparency and your passion. It, it definitely showed through. Thank you again. Yeah, no, and thank you for the opportunity to kind of participate today. This was fun. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much. A lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, no, this is great. And, and to all of you listening, if you have any follow-up questions for us as you dig into the content, as you check out other findings and trends from NRF and beyond, we'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Twitter at our touchpoints or on LinkedIn at retail touchpoints. And we'll be sure to tag our friends Tony and Glenn here so we can keep the conversation going. And of course, if you liked this episode, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a rating or review on your preferred podcast player. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, frankly, anywhere else. We are likely there. But for now, that is it from us, everyone. Thank you again. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Retail Remix. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. Until next time, keep mixing it up.